Today's show is brought to you by IBM. The music industry is exploring new frontiers for talent discovery. IBM partnered with Spotify to help multi-platinum music producer Alex DeKid work smarter. They used AI to discover the perfect artist for Alex's latest single, Go. Find out how at ibm.com slash music. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, editor-at-large at Recode, and you're listening to Too Embarrassed to Ask, coming to you from the Vox Media Podcast Network. This is the show where we answer all of your embarrassing questions about consumer tech and the week's news. You can send your questions on Twitter with the hashtag Too Embarrassed. We also have an email address, tooembarrassed at recode.net. Reminder, there are two R's and two S's in embarrassed. Today, I'm still in New York City. Last week, I talked with Rico's editor-in-chief, Dan Fromer, about Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. And today, I've roped a different Recode editor into this. I'm here with executive editor, Peter Kafka, all these editors. He also co-produces the Code Conference with me and is the host of the excellent podcast, Recode Media. Hi, Peter. Hello, Kara. It's delightful that you are still in town. You should turn your phone off so you're not distracted. I, I'm trying. I don't have I'm going to turn it over. I'm going to turn it over. Maybe. Thank you very much. Um, I We have lots to talk about, and I am still in New York. I've been doing a lot of New York things, and a lot of it is media. Related. So you've had a busy week. On Tuesday, there was some AT&T Time Warner news. And on Wednesday, there was some 21st Century Fox news. Let's start with Tuesday. Tell us what happened. A Tuesday was the day. Yeah. Big ruling. We've yeah. been waiting for it for literally for months yeah. and for weeks. Yeah. Uh, Judge Leon. Well, some of us US have been District waiting. Court. Some of us have been. Uh, this is going to sh- reshape the, the media world, this ruling. It's, it he is. said, yes, AT&T, you can go ahead and pay 85-some billion dollars. Time Warner, even though uh, the Department of Justice has sued to stop you, and even though Donald Trump has made it a campaign point to try to stop this deal. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Mm-hmm. And give, give you some details of the judge's ruling. It didn't have very many hooks on it, too, right? It had zero hooks, right. which was kind of the surprise. People yeah. thought, all right, well, he People might approve it, but there'll be some stuff. sort of conditions. This is right. a, We can get into why it's a vertical merger, but it right. basically just said, go for it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, by the way, um, government, please don't try to stop this. You can appeal. That's fine, but don't try to put... Uh, don't try to put an injunction into this. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to pass it. Just well, but, but by the way, it'd just be bad for democracy. So you right. sort of hinted at, like, there might be a reason you're, you're pursuing this case other than political. the legal The Donald one. Trump doesn't like so CNN. So please stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically anyone who had any, any concerns about whether or not a, a media merger would be blessed is now s- assuming they can go ahead and buy whatever they want. Right, right. So your headline on Tuesday was AT&T can buy Time Warner and everyone else can buy everything else. And, and you've called it a seismic change. Explain everyone what's going to happen now in, in the wake of it. And then something did happen, obviously. Uh, there was another bid uh, for yep. 21st Century Fox. But what does that mean, everyone can buy everything else? We're not sure what's going to happen next. But if you are Verizon, or Charter or Amazon, for that matter, someone who owns distribution, has a lot of resources, and was thinking, I'd like to add a content company to this. You might have had reservations about doing that legally before, right, and now you can go ahead department. and do it. doesn't mean they will. Verizon may not buy a media company for Verizon-specific reasons. Charter may not for Charter-specific reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyone who is thinking about this really no longer has to worry about, can this deal get, get through regulators? Apparently, right now, go for it. Right, exactly. And so what is that? So what happened on Wednesday then on 21st Century Fox? So Wednesday was one of this these Rupert, deals. Let's just call it Rupert Murdoch. What we'll, call it, we'll call it Murdoch. Murdoch. Um, again, if you take the long view, it's astonishing that Rupert Murdoch is basically saying, this business that I've been building for all of my life, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm abandoning a big chunk of it and selling it right. to Bob Iger and Disney. Right. Um, Explain what he's selling. He's selling, he is selling his movie studio, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. He's also selling some assets called like Sky, the satellite company in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, Star India, 
another distributor in India, obviously, a uh, couple random cable companies. Um, he's holding on to things like Fox Network itself, Fox mm-hmm. News, Fox Sports, and he still owns the journal and that publishing stuff. Right, exactly. And so he's just – this is stuff he's built, like grabbed for all his life and like assembled to become – One thing with Rupert is he is not a romantic about this stuff. He right. doesn't care about any particular assets he owns. I think he loves news. He cares mm-hmm. about that. And you'll notice he still holds he on to Fox News. And he, and he likes influence, which mm-hmm. again, Fox News is a tremendously influential property. Mm-hmm. He cares about that. Movie studio should be a tremendously valuable thing, the kind of thing you don't want to give up. He's fine. Go ahead. Take it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. So so what does that say about media at this point? Is it because this guy's getting out or is that it just you have to be bulked up? He knew he couldn't win in the, in the wars. That so are- this is sort of the, the core question for mm-hmm. my beat for, for a mm-hmm. while now is when you see Rupert Murdoch selling, when you see, you see Jeff Bukas who ran mm-hmm. Time Warner selling – Guys who are very good at running media companies who mm-hmm. spent their entire lives building these things up, trying to HBO, trying to get CNN, bigger, right. right? A couple years ago, Murdoch was trying to buy Time Warner to get mm-hmm. bigger. And you see them saying, we've had enough. We're getting out. Should that worry you if you're the buyer? Um, and the on-the-record the, 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 the on polite answer is, no, no, no. We're, we're just going to combine that and make them even bigger assets. We had a version of that from James Murdoch. I think that there are multiple reasons they're selling, and one of them, and a big one, is that structurally the things they've been really good at for a long time, grabbing your attention, showing you advertising, grabbing your attention, giving you a big package of TV channels that you have to buy if mm-hmm. you want to buy one. All that, stuff, all that stuff is, is either hit a wall or, or looks imperiled for various mm-hmm. reasons, but really fundamentally because of tech. Right. And they're saying, we don't think we can grow this business anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a slow growth to no growth business. So we are getting out at the top. They're not saying that. On the record, they're not saying it officially, but I think if you look at their actions, that is what they're saying. And then what about the buyers? Why are they buying it then? Well, Kara, you will remember a time mm-hmm. when people thought if you took a big distribution company yes, and yes, added a, a, a big content company, it would be an awesome combination. It could be, yeah. What happened? Well, that didn't work, but that was another reason. I think that was directionally correct. Well, let's just spell it out. That was AOL, AOL Time, Time Warner. Warner. Yes, was, I thought it was directionally correct, but the people involved got in the way of – and it was too early. There was, I don't think it was the wrong idea. I so the worst merger of all time, yes, corporate media or in corporate history. So right. now they're basically trying to do these well, things. Well, they never and, combined yeah. them. So that, let's be fair. They didn't – like the cable company wouldn't distribute it. Remember, there was a whole bunch of stuff that did Sure, but happen. the still idea was right. the internet was the distribution, yes, right? Absolutely. So it's, it's still yep. the same thesis, right? Yep. So yep. you have AT&T, which controls distribution, buying literally the same company, Time Warner, and trying to combine them and saying if we combine them, we'll get two plus two and we'll get five. Right. What do you think? I'm, I'm fundamentally skeptical. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm doubtful that they're going to get those synergies. I think there's an unstated reason, which is not a bad one, if you're AT&T, which is this business we have of selling you wireless and, mm-hmm. and selling you direct TV, that is a shrinking business. We need to replace the revenue we're losing as that stuff right, atrophies. And so we're going to buy another business that we can bolt on. That's closely uh, affiliated. The, the, they're connected and we can get you to sort of buy them all in a package. Mm-hmm. And if that's the the best thing that happens, that's not a terrible outcome if you're at right. It's l- not that sexy. Everything else is kind of hand-wavy and, you know, maybe our advertising will get better. Maybe— More targeted. Maybe, probably. I don't know, the Game of Thrones guys will make a webisode. Mm-hmm. They don't say webisode, but that's right. kind of what they're saying. I mean, the, the, the reason I'm so skeptical about it is all the reasons that Time Warner works is because they're not tied to a specific distributor. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and— Watch HBO if you have Charter or Time mm-hmm. Warner or any other cable subscriber. You can get mm-hmm. it directly through Apple now. If for some reason that becomes exclusive to AT&T or, or limited in some way to AT&T subscribers, the value of HBO goes right. considerably down. Maybe, and this is guys I'm talking to a lot are speculating, maybe we are moving to a world where 
AT&T or Google or whoever is going to have exclusive rights to big chunks of programming that we used to think you could get widely distributed. That would be a big change in that world. Sure, sure. So so where, where, where are the Internet companies in this then? Because one of the things is that they're scared of the Internet companies because they're going to be buying media or they could be buying media or they have a lot of control over media. So Netflix, crazily, is the company that is causing a lot of this, yep. this worry because they have gone from buyers of these media companies' contents to competitors with mm-hmm. these media companies. Um, they've got this great product, 10, 11 bucks a month. Watch whatever you can find that's watchable. There's no commercials. Watch whenever you watch. No one has a product like that. They're all scrambling to sort of assemble a product like that. They're way, way behind. And Netflix is now $125 million, 125 million subs. So a lot of folks, a lot of this like a Disney-Fox combination is to sort of, sort of see, can we pull together assets that will help us compete with them? Everyone else, Facebook, Apple, even Amazon, are all kicking the tires. Depends. You can argue what kind of tire kicking they're doing. Facebook is not spending a lot of money on media. Apple went from not from spending zero to a couple billion. Mm-hmm. Amazon spending more than that, but they're not fully in the content business. But they keep noodling at it. Right. Right. So Amazon was looking at buying some of the um, some of the Fox assets just recently. Sure. They're all they're all looking. They're so all taking a look. Do you imagine them ever doing a big purchase? They could. They all have the capacity to right. do it. You'd have to explain why it makes sense for them to do it. And, you know, the, I just gave you the sort of cynical, skeptical mm-hmm. answer for why AT&T does it mm-hmm. because their fundamental business is, is stopped growing, right. right? The Internet companies don't have that problem. Right. So they don't have that same compulsion. That said, I mean, I've been talking to people who say, oh, you know what? Actually, Google is very interested in owning the living room. They think if they own a big content right. company, it's worth like overpaying Disney, or, Disney or, or HBO. They spin out all these scenarios. And a lot of this is banker talk, guys, too. I can't see those guys doing that. I can't see it at all. Can't they know nothing it? about it. But I so can also see in their, in their robot brain saying, well, this is the thing. If we buy the thing, people will buy our thing. They're so bad at it. They're not good at it. Like Facebook Watch. Don't watch. Nobody watches. Right? Uh, is Vox Media a Facebook watch partner? Yeah, I Maybe. Don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Um, they're great partners. Um, I'm enjoying all the alternative right stuff. On they, they're all. They're all. They're all basically still reluctant to really become yes, content committed. companies with all those problems. Um, you know, we just went through a cycle where Roseanne Barr and Sam right. B showed all the downside right. of, of ha- owning content, being responsible for talented sure. people. Um, you know, you can see how uncomfortable Time Warner. And Disney are with yes. us. Imagine what happens when— And they're used to it. And they're right. used to it. And, Imagine you know, what happens when this happens to It's not just that. Like, uh, Senator Warner, when we just interviewed him together yep. on Stage of Code, talked about regulating them like media companies, too, because then it answers a whole new yep. ball of I think Amazon is, is the one that is most obviously going to get there. I think mm-hmm. everything they've done to now is still them and playing sort around. And adjacent with selling books. And they're stopping music. and starting. And also they're the ones who go, well, we are a technology company, but fundamentally we sell stuff to consumers, and so we don't really— we use tech to do it. Yeah, yeah. We're less hung up yes, on the idea that we're a sense. platform. So let's go back to the AT&T yeah. Time Warner merger. Is there anything else that could stop the merger or, or will the justice? That's a done deal. It's a done deal. Uh, well, no, I'm, so, I'm sorry. The They're Department just- of Justice could still appeal. Right. It seems unlikely. Um, people thought that uh, the DOJ had a low chance of succeeding to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's astonishing in, in that 172-page decision from, mm-hmm. from Judge Leon is – how completely he, he illustrates the fact that the DOJ made no— They were stupid. He called them he, stupid. He, he said, he said you, 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 I'm giving you no points. Mm-hmm. No points for effort. There's not a single thing you did here that, that worked. By the way, theor- the theoretical argument mm-hmm. could have worked. You just did nothing to prove it. Right, right. 
Right. So I no, it don't. was like a political hack job from the beginning. It felt like that, didn't it? I can't believe I'm on AT and T's side, but there's a lot of optics that make it look like this is something Donald Trump told the DOJ to do. Yeah. There's a counter argument that says actually the DOJ are, has career staff who's very interested in this, and and Macon Delrahim, the the antitrust yeah. guy who brought it, is actually a serious person. Yeah. Not like some of the other Trump appointees. Not the hill to die on. That's why they were surprised that he brought the case, because it had a low chance of succeeding to begin yeah. with. And generally, you don't bring these suits unless you think you're going to win. Right, or, or at least there's some question of it. So it's going to go forward. The merger's going to happen. Yeah. And then what happens to a to like Sam B and things like that? They, they just run it then. They just have to— They run it. There's going to be this period of feeling out and mm -hmm. how you're doing. And p some people who are running Time Warner are going to be sort of gently moved like out. What about like HBO, for example? A high point of that company, correct? That's That will be one of the more interesting ones to watch. Richard Plepler runs Richard it. Richard Plepler runs it. Very successful. The the tension point there and is— a very, very, very successful. Like he just continues— Continues to churn out the hits, right? He's very successful, mm -hmm. and, and up until a couple years ago, was sort of the, considered the pinnacle of TV. And now Netflix mm -hmm. has come sure. up and, and it bugs is, him. I bet. Yeah. You know, it bugs him a lot. I know it does. <laughs> Not you bet a yeah. lot. Um, he what he is going to say to the AT and T folks is, "I'm doing a great job, but be. in this world, no, no, give me a lot more money." Oh, okay. Right now, I've been making a lot of money for Time Warner, but uh, you know. I need a lot more if we're really going to be going up against Netflix. Netflix. Right. Give me more, and that is going to be a interesting question for AT&T, which is a fairly tight-fisted company when it comes to this stuff. And they're right. going to have to decide how comfortable they are letting these creative guys go how off and do their thing. You just interviewed Randall Stevenson. How comfortable is at Code? How comfortable is he? He seems in his mind, and he says it out loud, to say, look, I, I don't know how to make this stuff. Yeah. I shouldn't be green-lighting scripts. We should hire smart people to do it and let them go do it. Which I think is the case. The, so question one say. is, what happens when Sam B screws up? And two, what happens when Richard Plepler comes to you and says, double my budget? Right. That's a whole different question. Right, right. And you have to and to hold on to creative people is harder than holding on to yeah. wireless providers and, and dealing with things like yeah. that. It's a very different business. Oh, well, that's what they bought. They bought it. Yeah, so that's so, – so, but that, that will take a while. And then if you're a consumer, you'll want to watch and say – Will they sell anything? Will they – they haven't, you know, that was the, the question was, will they be required to sell off CNN. Turner or CNN right. or, or some asset? And the answer is no. no. Go for it. Do you think they'll keep them? Um, I do. Because, I mean, if, if one of the things Jeff Bukas has done over the last 10 years is winnow, is, is shed everything from Time Warner that wasn't the movie right. studio, that wasn't cable yeah, TV and that, and that wasn't yeah. HBO. All right. So then what happens at Fox? Let's, let's shift gears. So who's going to win that one? That is a bidding war. Yes, it is. So uh, Disney made a bid. Fox said, yes, great, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. They're, they're yeah. marching down the aisle, and then here comes right. Comcast and the, the Dustin right. Hoffman. We're going to do the old <laughs> thing. Elaine! So he's banging on the window. Um, and now Disney is going to have to come back and, and bid again. Mm -hmm. And then the question is, all right, does Comcast really want to keep bidding this thing up? Right. They're at $65 billion now. It's going to go can up Can Disney from keep that. up? Most people don't think Disney can keep up, right? No, they certainly have the assets to counter. But it's um, a different bid. It's a stock bid. Well, they're going to have to add some cash. I mean, this is banker talk. But if Disney, if Disney really wants it, they can keep well, going. Are they going to pay that much for it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Right, right. So even though $65 billion seems like a lot It seems money, like a lot to me. To, to little old me. It's 19% more than Disney had. Disney mm -hmm. know, has known this bid has been coming for a long time. Right. Um, they're certainly going to come back. All right. If you had to guess which one was going to get it, which one? Is there a third person that could come in? No, nope, Could all no. of a sudden we see Amazon? No. Anyone? No, it's, it's these two guys are going to fight, and everyone else is sort of content to let them punch each other out. Okay. I think they both. You got Brian Roberts running Comcast. You got Bob Iger running Disney. This is the big. Also, both, they had some antipathy. They have some antipathy. They both see this as defining deals for their, mm -hmm. for their legacy. They both really want it. Um, no one, no one in their company is telling them not to. Right. Well, so who's they're going, going for to? One. 
they, they can't. Uh, so it, I, it's honestly a coin flip. I mean, the, the Murdoch folks up until now have said we prefer the Disney deal for a bunch of reasons. What reasons? When push comes to shove, yeah, they'll, they'll take, take the, the bigger money. check. What, what is the reason they like Disney? It, it, it kind of even doesn't matter because it's the kind of thing you have to say when you're walking down right. the aisle with, with the right. your, your person right. you're going to get married to. Yeah. Any regulatory issues with this? Yeah, one? there will be some regulatory stuff. This is a this is a this is a uh, horizontal yes, merger, is, which yeah. is the traditionally a tougher thing to get right. by. Um, if you're cynical, you Comcast say, owns NBC. Yeah, you say you say, well, no, but it's because you've got content companies in the same business combining, mm-hmm. which theoretically makes them more powerful. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing regulators normally care about. Yep. So um, again, you can go into the, the minutia, but but both of them are probably going to have to give something up. To make the deal go through, they're both prepared to do that. Do they have to give up some superheroes? They all have. They'll have all superheroes, the superheroes. Superheroes. Well, they have rights. all the superheroes. They'll have all. Basically, that's yeah. one of the big assets here. Yeah. Is, is 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 the full complete rights to Marvel? Disney has most of them. Fox has a few of the Marvel characters. Right. That combines. Who owns the mutants? Uh, that's Fox right now. Okay. Yeah. So all the superheroes. All you you know all this stuff. You I know. love. I, I like superhero. that you play like you don't. But you know exactly. I know that all this. I went to see. I have. I have Children. Don't blame I, it on your kids. You love I do, this stuff. I do like. I do like the mutants, the uh, X Men. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. I, I like Marvel. Okay, and of course, I love Wonder Woman. Do you want to ask what this means for consumers? What does this mean for consumers? Good question. That's what I was just my last question here in this section. Um, you should be wary mm-hmm. when all the stuff you like to consume and or need to consume or or think that is important to democracy to consume starts getting owned by a smaller group of people. That has been happening for decades, but now it's really going to accelerate. Right. It's worrisome. Yes, I'm also concerned that one company owns search and one company owns social and one company uh, owns commerce. And by the way, this is all happening while net neutrality is now officially off the books. Right, so the big gives, giants. When, so when you have a content company combining with a distribution company, there's even more temptation to make it more difficult not to consume rival content. Mm-hmm. Should be worrisome. Yeah. If, if you're optimistic, you go, oh, internet, it's fine. We didn't foresee Netflix mm-hmm. X number of years ago. YouTube was dogs on skateboards a few years ago. This stuff will, will work itself out. These guys are all reacting to technology. If if they had this much control, they wouldn't be combining because they would have squelched. They would have right, squelched, squelched Facebook yeah. and Google already. Yeah, yeah. Which of the tech? So you think Amazon's the one that's going to buy something first? Seems most what would they likely. Buy? Easily buy a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, Which our, one? Our handy map. Um, I've got this cool map. Go to mm-hmm. Recode.net. It's the media landscape. The pink guys are distributors. The blue guys are content companies. The blue guys are all smaller than the distributors to begin with. Mm -hmm. You've got companies like CBS, Viacom, Sony, Lionsgate slash Stars, AMC. These companies are all basically for sale now. Right. Not officially for sale. They're for sale. What about Netflix? Just too expensive. I think Netflix is too expensive and everyone wants to compete with Netflix. It's a good question about what you get if you buy Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you were really going to go all in, you might just say, "Look, these guys are the best at it. Let's buy them. Let's and buy just be them. done with it." And then that's all your all. all like our if money. I'm Apple, Apple, and I'm spurring yeah. around with content, eh, and I'm spending a buy. couple Re- billion Reed dollars. Reed Hastings is great. Just put him in charge of it. By the way, Apple doesn't get content. Right, they don't. They kind of get that they don't get content. They're good. At, they're good just at assembling. If you if you if you yeah. think it's important to do this, yep. Just buy the best. That's what I do if I was Tim Cook. I buy Reed Hastings. Let's tell Tim. I will tell him. And Re- well, Reed Hastings could also go to Facebook, but. He's on the board. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this fits with Facebook's DNA. Amazon, yeah. But a- Amazon could clearly say, look, Amazon content's board, important to us. He's on a lot of those. Pieces. Yeah, he's on board. He's on Microsoft. You know, he he's was, on the Microsoft. He was Microsoft. on the Microsoft board. I think he's off think now, he's right? Off. Well, he's around. He's, uh, he's everybody's yeah, favorite I don't think, executive. I think Facebook is in that we really don't feel comfortable in this business. We'll, still, we'll touch they got it. Another, they, they got a bunch to. of things to clean up over there. Yes. They better be cleaning them up. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with Peter Kafka from Recode. Peter, can you give me your best reading of the line, hashtag money? Hashtag money. You sold nothing. 
Today's show is brought to you by IBM. By 2050, the world population will reach nearly 10 billion, and food production will need to grow by 70%. What if artificial intelligence could help? Farmers are already using it to help increase crop yields. Watson and the IBM Cloud provides access to weather data and analyze satellite imagery to help them monitor soil moisture levels and to reduce water waste. So as the population grows, more food can be put on tables. Let's put smart to work. Find out how at ibm.com smart. Today's show is also brought to you by LinkedIn Marketing Solutions. Here's our colleague Nishat Kurwa to tell you all about that. When you advertise on LinkedIn, you're building long-term relationships with your customers. Relationships that often translate into high-quality leads, website traffic, and higher brand awareness. The first step? Talking to the right audience. Every day, more than 500 million professionals engage with content on LinkedIn, and chances are your future customers are among them. LinkedIn has the marketing tools to help you target your customers with precision, down to their job title, company name, and industry. In fact, four of five customers who are on LinkedIn are decision makers at their companies. So you're building relationships that really matter. To redeem a free $100 LinkedIn ad credit and launch your first campaign, go to linkedin.com slash ask. That's linkedin.com slash ask for your free $100 ad credit. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back with Peter Kafka, Recode's executive editor, talking about media merger mania. That's three M's. We've got a couple of questions here from our readers and listeners, and then we're going to wrap up by talking about Viacom and CBS. From Quan Tu, content generators covet the first-person relationships mobile has with end users. Who does that when and where? Will new mobile tech companies avoid mergers? For example, can Amazon reduce satellite latency for voice and video enough to minimize terrestrial touch points? Oh, my God. Okay. I only understood half of that. All right. Here's what I think he's talking about. Okay. Is the direct-to-consumer connection, who is going to be able to to bring their stuff directly to consumers and sell mm-hmm. it to them, like Netflix does already, right? like many of the internet companies mm-hmm. do already. Can the big content guys, the time warners of the world do this? Right now they don't. They're basically wholesalers. They're trying to fix that. So you could either argue that the, the only way they can do that is by selling themselves to someone like an AT&T, who again has a direct billing relationship and they know right. exactly who you are. Or you could argue... It's actually not rocket science to do this. CBS, mm-hmm. which is a very old line media company, a couple of years ago just up and said, hey, you can now subscribe to CBS directly through us. We will sell it to you for six bucks a month. Boom, here you go. Um, they don't get a lot of credit for doing that. They seem to be somewhat successful at doing it. Um, you could argue that it doesn't take, it doesn't, it isn't that hard to actually just sell this stuff to the consumers via the internet that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. AMC, a bunch of these guys right. are doing it. Right. Right. Okay. All right. This is from our colleague from Vox, Stephen Belzer, the GM of Recode and The Verge. Um, now that AT&T Time Warner has paved the way for other mega mergers, what's the impact on medium-sized media companies? How does Vice, BuzzFeed, Group 9, obviously Vox, fit into the <laughs> asking asking yeah. for a friend, fit into the media landscape? Would they benefit from the opposite ruling, where, where the road to additional scale content distribution came from via uh, – a handful of smaller acquisitions, or less regulation and M&A of any size, good for all. I think they're busy with the bigs, right? I know Jim Bankoff listens to Recode Media. Does he listen to Too Embarrassed Sorry, Jim. Does he listen to this? I don't know. Okay, let's pretend he's not listening. Okay. Um, I don't think the merger matters one way or another to those mid-sized media Mm -hmm. companies slash bigger internet companies like us and Vice and BuzzFeed. I think the fundamental question slash problem for people in that peer group is, who's our buyer? 
mm-hmm. a couple of years ago that Logical Buyer was a TV company like right. NBC or Fox. Which is an investor involved. Now they're being acquired anyway. But the bigger problem, bigger question was what would we solve for them when they bought us? Exactly. And the premise was oh, we know how to reach young people. We can monetize that. We're going right. to solve your digital problem. We're going to solve your millennial problem. It's harder for many of those companies to make that argument to those would-be buyers today. Right. Certainly at the valuations. I'm just redacting everything right, right. now. Right, right. Okay. Just pick them. Just imagine a big redacted sign. Yeah. Okay. Face. All right. I mean, but it's interesting. I mean, obviously, it's they're they're also dealing with the big ones now. I mean, the big the big. First of all, they're they're preoccupied because they're yeah. buying or selling bigger companies or being mm-hmm. sold to bigger. And companies. there's bigger ones above that. Right. Above this group. So, could an NBC afford to buy a Vox or a BuzzFeed or even a Vice? Sure. I just uh, you have to explain to them what they get out of it. What they will all at least several of them will tell you right now is they're not that interested in companies that are in the ad business right Right. now because they have their own struggles with that. If you have a business where you get consumers to pay you for things, they would love to hear about that. Right, right. Interesting time, and also like it it should be said, this Vice story that was appeared in New York Magazine. Yeah, talk about that. Uh, This is a good sort of depansing of Vice. It happened sort of. After the fact, because people have sort of the change. The, Nancy Dubuque. Dubuque. From I mean, sort of everyone has sort of figured out. Oh, the Vice story was more story than we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, I think the the interesting part of that, and you should go read the story, um, is is that Vice did have a chance to sell to Disney a mm-hmm. couple years ago. Right. Um, they fell apart presumably because of price. And I think that if you're Shane Smith and and Vice's investors, you think, man, I wish we would have taken that deal at. Mm-hmm. Two or three or four right. billion dollars, and not insisted on ten because now we may have a very hard time getting back to two or three or four billion dollars. Right. The way Maker did, or something. Right, and again, I don't know who the logical buyer is for a Vice anymore. Right, and then the same thing with the Buzzfeed too, the Disney. Yeah, this is going to depress us all. Although you I know what, it's great. We can all be strong, independent digital media companies. Whatever. It's just it's just an interesting time. It's just these things go up and down too. They go up and down. And a couple of years ago, all of these sized uh, media companies um, looked really looked 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 like the future of the media business. And a big part of that premise was these guys have figured out audience and how to how to reach them. They figured out Facebook and how to work with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still big-sized media companies. The Facebook part of it has totally been removed from the table, right? Mm-hmm. So that that is a big problem. What about those companies. companies buying these? Not just these, but the, these like them. The Facebooks of yeah. the world? Googles. I don't, I don't see what problem you solve for them. Yeah, problem. They Gotta already, solve a problem. Well, here's the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. Facebook and Google are the problem for many mm-hmm. of these companies. They have right. 80 90% of the digital ad sure. spend. They don't need to acquire any other properties. Right, yep. They already right. have the cool. eyeballs. Nobody solves any problems. You have to solve a problem to be bought, Peter. I think that's the idea. Or have a great story and good timing. Right, exactly. All right, let's finish up by talking about the other uh, mega media merger story that's been floating out there, CBS and Viacom. Obviously, uh, a lot of contention there for readers and listeners who have forgot, for listeners who've forgotten. Give us a quick refresher and then where it's going. This is an old-time media mogul brawl. It's right. the kind of thing that you Cherry used to Rest be Cherry versus Les Moonves. Yes. They used to love thing, these stories. It's the kind of thing you used to be the head of A1 in the Times or you know, right. still HBO documentary shows about this, right? The, right. the succession show. Cherry Redstone's father, uh, Sumner Redstone, built uh, a, a media empire that had CBS and Viacom. He split them up. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's basically passed on control to, to mm-hmm. Sherry Redstone, or she's taken it from him. She wants to combine them. Um, Les Moonves. Why who, does she want to combine them? She wants to combine them because Viacom, which is basically the MTV business mm-hmm. uh, plus Paramount, is in real trouble um, and needs to find a buyer. Uh, that was supposed to be the sexy business. CBS was supposed to be the dull business. Les Moonves runs CBS. That's and supposed well. to be, has done really well with it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Both Les Moonves and Sherry Redstone agree that both these companies need different owners. Mm-hmm. 
they just are, are debating who's going to control it and who they're going to sell to. If, right. if Les Moonves had his way, he would sell to Verizon mm-hmm. or Amazon or someone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go work with with uh, the Viacom folks, and frankly, he doesn't really want to work for Share Redstone anymore. Mm-hmm. It is a great, juicy, gossipy battle that, mm-hmm. in some ways, is totally a footnote to the big the big ideas we're talking about here. Right. Well, do they become a Purchased. They become a purchased, right? They're definitely going to have a new owner in the next couple of years. Right, right. So how does that solve itself? They're just fighting with each other with lawyers, it seems like. The, it does the, seem like. It's oh, a game of the, chicken. Yeah. Who has more to lose? Um, Sherry Redstone is richer and, and owns, she owns these companies. She owns control of it. Theoretically, she has more to lose because if if, right. if, if this thing just goes in the toilet. And he leaves. She's she's lost much more than Les Moonves right. has. Les Moonves will leave and continue to be a very rich person. It's not his company. But he kind of likes to be in the game. He won't have a he game. He totally likes to be in the game. But by the way, I can easily see him being hired by an Amazon or someone to go run a fiefdom if he wants to. Huh. Or he might say, you know what? I'm 70. I've had a really good life. I've managed to, to escape with my uh, professional reputation. I have yet to be tagged by the Me Too movement. I'm getting out. Right. Getting out now. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that's what's going to happen with him? It's hard for these he guys to, to walk like away, game, but you right? but you would have said what that about— What do they about, do? They wander you, around conferences. You would have like, said that about Bucus. You would have said that about Murdoch. Again, Murdoch's just going to sort of stay in the game. I would have said about Bucus. I could see him heading up to Maine and spending, you know, going yeah, yeah. to the country club. Can, boats. Sorry, Jeff. Boats. There's boats in Jeff. They have a lot of money. They can they can, they can can purchase their own household staffs. No, I get it, but they wander around. I've seen them wandering, like the yeah. ones, you know, you see it as yeah. you— uh, you Jerry just, Levin bumping around uh, yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. No, is he in Hawaii now? I saw him in Los Angeles last time I saw him. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I They do. like the life. I uh, I would like to have that problem. Would you? That I, I had they a giant don't. media asset. And, yeah, they look vaguely unhappy with all their money. And Everyone has problems. I guess. I guess, I suppose. I don't know. People like the game, Peter. You like will have game. that problem one day. Me? Yeah. No, I'm going to leave. No, you're wrong. I think you could not be reading me wrong. more wrong. I will be gone and you'll never see me again. Thank you very much. Who? I'll the, just disappear. You're going to disappear from microphones like and rapture. cameras? Not a chance. The rapture. You'll see. Zero chance. I'm, all right. We're just going to have a bet on that. Yeah, it's it's going to be like, you're going to be like, what happened to that Kara Swisher? Oh, where'd she go? But that you're going to have to come back to reclaim it. And then the no. whole point of reclaiming it no. is to How brag that you won the bet. No, no, no. I will be like in Rome or Hawaii or somewhere else and you will never see me again. I'm shaking my head okay. as vigorously right, as I can. See. All right, we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll write a tell-all book and then go be gone. There you go. That's what I'll do. All right, let's. Fin- uh, let, so that's it. So nothing is going to. Ha- this is all going to happen now. This is. It all- is all happening now. This is. It's great. It's the Full Employment Act for for media reporters. Thank right. you very much. Right. Um, uh, if you are a consumer of this stuff, nothing happens mm-hmm. tomorrow. But right. keep an eye on this because the next couple of years things could change. By the way, there there could be tremendous upside because there's a lot of money being thrown at content right now. So right. if you like. The Wire, if you like, mm-hmm. Mad Men, if you it's like great. all this stuff. More of this stuff is going to get funded for a while at right. least. All right. Now I want you to get a big prediction. What in 10 years will be the biggest media company? Google. Google. Come on. That's easy. No, Google. Why? They're the biggest media company out today. But ownership of like like studios. I think they're just going to steamroll over stuff and not even not even realize they've acquired it along the way. I see. Okay. I th- oh, did we just Who's buy the run NFL? That? <laughs> Sundar Pichai. Is no, gonna, he's going to find people to run. He'll find less moon visits to run it for I him, see. and they'll kind of hold their nose and like it's weird these content people, but we are continuing to make so much money that this is fine, and and we if I we just improve. Say Bezos. Yeah. Could be Bezos, but I think Bezos wants to own everything, right. and media is a side business, and Google too. is fundamentally a media business. Is there Amazon any way is? we can pull Elon Musk into this? That's all I want to know, because, you know, him and the press. Well, he listens to everything. Yes. 
Wouldn't it be cool if he bought a media company? No. No. Well, well, he, no, he's gone and hired a bunch of, this is a real story. Right. He has hired a bunch of guys from The Onion. Oh, yes. To okay. make something. Oh, it's so, Pravda? No, this this preceded the Pravda, Pravda thing. thing. Okay. He has hired a bunch of former Onion people. What did you think about the Pravda thing? You didn't really mouth off that much. I like that about yeah, you. Yeah, I, I can't You didn't get all show. high dudgeon uh, about it. I, I think it's an entertaining sideshow. I don't think anyone cares. By the way, Elon Musk just laid off 9% of his workforce yeah. yesterday. He has, he has a real company to a run company. and le- several companies to run. I think he gets off on tweaking the press. It's, yeah. The press is very easy to bait. He's trolling them. Um, so why not? Um, I don't think it's – I'm, I'm not worked up like some of my colleagues in the press about what he's doing. Yeah, they're real worked up. Um, I think comparing him to Trump misses the point. He's no. not the president of the United States. He does have, the only thing that I would say is he does have a following that is, he's got some fanboys. That yeah, yeah, he's a following and a, yes, it's not That's a great precedent for big media companies to go, yeah. for big companies to go around beating up on the press, but we're the press. It's fine. We have right. the First That's Amendment. Save your ire for, for the, the president real. and for the DOJ and for Sarah Sanders lying in, yeah. in front of a podium. Exactly. That's what matters. Because we pay for her. Yeah. I don't pay for Elon She works Musk. for us. Do I pay for Elon Musk? No, not yet. All right. You subsidize him a little bit. Do I? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, he's done some interesting things. It's a good trade. Yeah. All right. This has been another great episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. Thanks again to Peter Coffer for joining me on the show. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to his podcast. Free. Recode, free. Recode Media with Peter Coffer, where he does delightful readings of sock commercials. You can find it where... Do you still do those? I'm wearing You're Mac wearing Weldon's right now. All right. MacWeldon.com, promo code RECODE, 20% <laughs> off. You can find it wherever you listen to this show. If you use Apple Podcasts, please review our shows there. Otherwise, tell someone about this podcast, send them an email, tweet about it, post on Facebook, or just tell them in person. If you have any questions about any tech topic or the latest tech news, tweet them to at Recode with the hashtag TooEmbarrassed or email them to TooEmbarrassed at Recode.net. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors and to Cadence 13 and Vox Media, which sells those ads so that you can listen to this show for free. Thanks to our editor, Joel Robbie, and our producer, Eric Johnson. I'll be back next week to answer more of the questions that you've been too embarrassed to ask. So tune in then. <laughs>